0: Hey everyone, it's Jefferson Graham. This is the audio edition of the Photowalks Newsletter in a podcast. And today we're talking about tagging photos because everybody, everybody has a really hard time finding their stuff, finding their pictures, because they're scattered all over the place, right? And we're taking more and more of them. And where is everything? And how do we find them? And when everything is titled IMG. 3647.jpg. How are you going to find that photo of your brother-in-law? Well, let me tell you. Now, we had a death in the family this week. My brother-in-law, Michael Stroud, passed away. And what happens after a death is people get together, they mourn, they cry, and they look at pictures, right? And So I'm the photographer in the family, I'm the archivist, and I spent days pulling in as many of the photos as I could find for the memorial. But it's hard, um, because, you know, is there a Michael folder? Is there a family folder? Is there a Hanukkah folder? Yes, there's all of of those. And um, it's like I said, it's hard, but I've got some pretty good solutions here today. Um, I also want to say that death is inevitable, and I don't care how young or old you are, you're going to be in the you are going to be put into the position of searching for photos like this at some point, and also dealing with pesky things like passwords to the digital archive. So, a lot of ideas here going on about how to handle this stuff, but let's start with tagging. Okay, tagging is one of the great new tools of our digital time if you use Google Photos or the, the the Photos app on the iPhone. Tagging works really well there. Now, let me back up. Old photo albums, fantastic. You knew exactly where they were. You knew what was in them. Finding stuff was easy, right? Just look for the color of the album and you knew what was in there. In the digital age, we're looking at thousands of photos on our phone or on social media and locating the exact shot we want is again, really tough. You're you're listening to somebody who shot over 22,000 images last year on the iPhone alone, as well as thousands and thousands on a GoPro and my Sonys. So that's a lot to archive. So the initial thing is, well, why don't you just rename every file? Why don't you add a caption every file? Uh, Doesn't really work when you shoot 22,000 plus images, right? Uh, So we have to go to tagging. Um, On Google Photos, you hit the search bar and a bunch of faces will show up with Google automatically grouping photos of your closest family members. For the folks outside your circle, you're going to have to do a little work because Google is showing you a group of faces, most of them will have their name under there because they figured it out, but a lot of them won't. So you will click an untagged face. Google will direct you to name this person. Do so. He, and sh- he or she is now duly tagged, easier to find. And when you take new pictures of that person, voila, he or she will be tagged. So it's going to really help. On the iPhone, in the Photos app, click Albums. Scroll down for people and places to see who already has been tagged. They figure out you. They figure out your wife, your husband, your kids, your uncle, your brother, uh, stuff like that. It's the other people. So to add new tags, open up the camera roll. scroll Scroll through your library. When you find a face that's not tagged, click on the Info tab, which is at the bottom of the screen next to the trash can. Look at the photo again. You will see a tiny little circle at the bottom of the image with a face on it. Click on it and tag with name as directed. Congratulations, you are now tagged. Let's talk about sharing family photos. So after Michael died, I started pulling pictures because I figured I would put a little memorial video together, which, which I've done in the past. Uh, in this case, I just put a web page together, a gallery, and I really like this. You don't need the music. You, um, you know, if I, if a bunch of people get together, I will do this. But for right now, people just want to look at the pictures, and I subscribe to the Smug Mug website. Uh, as a way to present my photos without an algorithm that follows me everywhere, and also to archive my backup. I use it as a hard drive. It's a really great, great service. Uh, The rates start at $75 a year. Um, The search is not as good as Apple and Google, but you're not being followed. And what really worked well was I put the pictures together, and, you know, I can organize them and decide, you know, which which order should 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 they be in. And then I could invite all the family members to contribute their pictures as well. So this memorial gallery just grew and grew as the days went by. And it was really, really easy. I sent everybody a link. When they click on that link, they get a download tab, and they just drag and drop the pictures in there. So I really like that. And I have a new appreciation of SmugBug after this experience. So thank you, Don McCaskill and all the folks at SmugBug. Apple Photos lets people share and add to galleries too, but you're going to need an iPhone, and there's a whole bunch of hoops to jump through to make it happen. Ditto for Google. Back to tagging, you know, another way to find photos on your phone is to create albums in Google Photos or the iPhone Photos app. However, there are several more steps involved in tagging, and you're not assured that the photos of, say, Jack or, or um, Jim or whoever would necessarily show up in a search for the Los Angeles album if they were untagged. Maybe they would. Maybe they wouldn't. Maybe you would remember that Jack and Jim were in that album, but I'm betting you wouldn't. So trust me, tags work better. Now getting back to the American way of death. Keys to the digital archive. Now that you've tagged and perhaps done a better job of labeling your photos, do me a favor, share your passwords with loved ones. When Michael was in the hospital, his phone went dead, and they were not sure how they were going to open up the phone. Luckily, they, were, they found a charger and somebody knew the password, but they got through. But let's assume that you couldn't get through. What if your archive photos were all stored on Dropbox, and after passing, no one could ever see them again, because you took your password with you to the grave? What if your loved one had been writing a family history, never completed it, and stored it in Google Docs? Nobody could access it without the password. So for somebody who lives with you or knows you really well, they should have your sign-in keys for Apple, Facebook, Dropbox, Microsoft, and Google primarily. If you have a password manager like I do, Dashlane, share the master password with your loved one and vice versa. Apple and Facebook also let you designate a legacy contact ahead of time, and they explain how in various articles. You can go to my newsletter, jeffersongram.substack.com. I've got the links right there for you. Google and Facebook offer the same free services. So in In closing, tag, tag, tag. Again, I shot over 22,000 photos on my iPhone last year and tens of thousands more on my Sony and GoPro. You may shoot less than I do, but let's face it. You're probably shooting more than ever, and you're easily amassing thousands and thousands and thousands of new images what are you going to do? There's no getting around it. If you want to find stuff, you're going to have to take the time and tag. It doesn't take that long. It's not that hard and it sure pays off. Have I missed any of your favorite tagging tips? Because I'd love to hear from you. Drop me a line on Twitter or Instagram where I'm at Jefferson Graham. Don't forget to subscribe to the newsletter, JeffersonGram.substack.com. Thanks everyone for listening and tag.